Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Season two, episode four, Manly Musings podcast. Tonight, we bring back the producer. He's uh, gracing us with his presence as he's in the middle of college. And I don't even know what else, but at least he has some more crap on his wall this time around. That's, yeah, I put up stuff. He's got a flag. Thank got, goodness. What is that flag? It's um. So there's an old New England flag that's okay. a big red flag with, the ch- with this tree in the corner. And then online, you can buy like alternate flags of like different areas. And this is like a Massachusetts, like it's like huh. Massachusetts was a sixth state to sign the declaration, I think, or like affirm the constitution. So it's six stars. It's got the tree. And I don't know. And New Hampshire's it's still better. Cool. We're like the f- first ones to sign the damn thing. That was Delaware. Don't get too big for your bridges. I know. I just wanted to get big. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my state motto is still live free or die. So I- I'm cool is. with that. We win there. I don't know um, what mine is. Something lame. It's better than New York. Let's just <laughs> oh, be honest. Yeah. New York says Excelsior. Yeah, I don't. And you have to I say even know like what that. that word means exactly. But I don't know. I, I just think of Harry Potter. I'm like Excelsior. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. <laughs> oh my god. I, I love it. So tonight, guys, we were going to have a discussion about Halloween because you know it just happened two days ago. Um, but there's been too much stuff to talk about sports-wise uh, from really, what, Thursday last week on. There's been almost too much to talk about. So we're going to try to cover as much as we can in probably a two-hour period. So get your earballs ready and just listen up. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be pretty much all over the place today. I feel it. But it's okay. Uh, we haven't had one of these who knows we're gonna try to not go over two hours. That'd be good because, like, the past like two episodes, three episodes have been over two hours. Every episode this season is over like the target amount of time. Well, yeah, because we had Cyrus on, and Cyrus, yeah, I love Cyrus, and Cyrus is gonna listen to us. But man, that boy is long winded. But He's that's good though. though. Oh, it's great. Yes. It's not a bad thing at all. No, he knows so much. It's fantastic. Well, you know what it is? I think that's cool is it just because I guess Cyrus knows. Shout out to you, Cyrus, because I know you're listening. Like when we sometimes have guests, we have that random, like awkward pause. So that's why Cyrus, I think, just keeps talking to not have any of those pauses, which is clutch because then we oh, can yeah. just cut them off and be like, all right, moving on to this thing. <laughs> New topic. Oh, yeah. Cutting Cyrus off is like probably one of the hardest things in the world. You don't want to interrupt them because. He's literally spilling knowledge, and you're going, oh, oh, I like about that. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, I didn't think that way. But damn, I'm excited though when he and I get to do our draft. And Kevin like to gets watch to those videos, mediate that. That'll be hysterical. I'm very excited to do that. That's gonna be great. Your little Filipino fingers are gonna go mile a minute. No, I'm, I'm with it. I'm are you gonna it. do finger stretches like this, like we did learn in like elementary school? Yeah, I'm gonna do something. I'll have that little <laughs> thing that uh. Do you know, like, back in the day, like, in randomly, when you were in gym class, they had them there, but they were just, like, little grips, and then all you do was just press them, and that was, like, what's the point? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get one of those to, like, you know, get ready while you guys are talking. Get, get like, the finger stretcher so it's like you put it on the tip of your fingers and oh, stretch yeah, your you hand know. out. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, that's hysterical. Uh, Andrew, how's college? How's, how's yeah. that going? Uh, college is good. We are at the time in the semester when 
all college students have to come up with like 18 different classes they want to take because everyone else also wants to take them. So that's cool. Um, I had a meeting with my advisor and I'm officially declared in my major, which is fun. Okay. Look there at you. you. Yeah. So now I'm officially a uh, history major with a concentration in law and society. So. Oh boy. He's going to be our lawyer one day, Kevin. <laughs> one day. He's going, be our, <laughs> he's going to be our producer slash lawyer slash something else. <laughs> like, you oh. guys get into trouble eventually. I'll, I'll be there. I hope we don't. That'd be, that'd be really bad. <laughs> I hope not. But... Like, what kind of co- trouble could we get into? Actually, that's not probably exactly. copyright issues, most likely. Hopefully not. But you know, every every time fast. I have to post something, I have to run it through a, like a copyright software to make sure that it like doesn't. Well, especially when uh, the the short episodes, the we out here ones, because those oh, use yeah. like game clip. Um, mm. But it falls under. Um, commentary and evaluation or now in our analysis so it's like we're because we're talking about it yeah because we're not actually like discussing we're not distributing the right we're not actually just going out to the game and broadcasting the filming it and putting it on youtube yeah no 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 no. Um, we're actually talking so it gives it a little bit of a leeway you hear that u.s government are completely legal yeah (laughs) I don't need to get a, a letter from the U.S. government because my name is all over your it. Podcast. Your podcast oh. is distributing illegal content. That would be hysterical. Be like, well, you guys have bigger fish to fry right now. Why don't you go like, literally, that? I know, seriously. <laughs> Can um, you imagine? I don't know what I would do if, like, Merit sends me a text to our group chat and it's, like, cease and desist right now. <laughs> like, we did. I'm like, what? Yo, someone's, if I got one of those, I... Don't know what I would say. I would just be like, I'm going to keep going until you guys come tell me to stop because I don't see any issues with what I'm doing. So, bye. As long as there's no jail time, I'm okay with it. Oh my gosh. Gotta love it. And it's not like we make money off of this, so. That is true. Unfortunately, this is not monetized. Not yet. One day. Fingers crossed. Our follower base. But we're increasing at a very steady rate according to YouTube analytics, so. We're increasing Eventually. really nice across, I think when I was talking about it last week after the episode, Kevin and I were, um, October was, this October was better than our first couple of months. It was, grew exponentially. So yeah. I think it's just that time of year. It's the sports season. So everything is up. So we'll keep going. Um, gain traction. Oh yeah. There's, everyone starts listening again. They're like, oh, it's getting cold. We're just going to stay inside and listen to podcasts. That's true. I, you know, I've had a couple of people tell me like their time to listen to our podcast is when they're either like cleaning their house mm-hmm. or they're doing daily work. And I'm like, perfect. That's exactly what I want our podcast to be. I want it to be snackable, something where like you need some noise in the background. You need to hear some people talk and maybe you've had enough music. Boom, throw us on and yep. we'll entertain you. I put it on you if I'm walking on the treadmill and I'm not talking to people next to me. Oh, I do. I do yeah. that too. When you, when we were texting each other of uh, yesterday about everything happening, which we'll get into, mm-hmm. like you guys were texting me when I was walking on the treadmill about to die. So that's why I couldn't respond to right die. away. <laughs> so you can just see Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I'm holding on for a freaking dear life. I swear. Let me just tell the people out here. I mean, if you really hate running and you're, or if you have bad knees, 
Put that incline on 12. Put it on speed three. Do that for a half an hour. I guarantee you, by like the fifth minute, you want to feel like you're gonna like kill yourself because oh, I did that abs, bro. Dude, I did that for it a straight month. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I've been like in the bike. I put it on like max difficulty, and so it's almost like just like repetitive. Okay. Okay. I do the bike and the treadmill when it's cardio day, and then just treadmill when I'm not doing cardio. When it's just a normal workout day. All right, all right. I like it. We have turned into a workout day. Oh, God. Are we really going there? No. Well, not yet. No. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> no, no. Not yet. No. Time maybe, out. <laughs> maybe during January, we'll bring on some fun guests for you to talk all, all the professional fitness stuff, but Ooh, not right now. I should probably reach out to my buddy then sooner rather than later and see if he can do January and figure out a time. I got, um, a, I got a gym owner that's asking. I have ooh. former Zumba instructors. Does the gym know. owner want to sponsor our show? Well, be the official podcast of Insert Gym of Kevin's friend. We could, but I don't think he's going to give us any money. <laughs> that's fine. I just, but he could, he, could to- he could totally give us like you a know shirt. an ad. Yeah, and we can give us a shirt to wear. I'll ask him. And we can literally just like read it off and say this gym's blah blah blah. I mentioned it to him, but he just said, "All right, he has to talk because he has somebody does do like some of the social media for him." So he was going to tell them, but he hasn't responded back. But hey, you we're here, what? and he's when the, they respond, he's they the owner. Respond he exactly. Can make the final decision is not someone else that runs their socials. <laughs> um, all right, let's dive into the funness of sports, mm. mainly basketball and football. Right now, yeah, we're going to hold off on the biggest topic and the biggest damn elephant I've ever seen in a room since Thursday for a little bit, because I think that's going to take up majority of this episode tonight. Mm. So let's talk about a couple things. Um, over the weekend, Auburn fired their head coach less than two years into his contract. So the football team is now with an interim head coach. Their former head coach was, I think he was just two games under 500 or something like that. Nothing horrible. But apparently not where Auburn wanted to be. That got me thinking, of course, because, you know, West Virginia sucks. Um, when do we fire him? Because Brown out of here. Because, Kevin, I know you you love your Neil Brown, but after that game this past weekend, it's not looking good. Like, that seat is as red as your jersey right now. Well... Yeah, I mean, obviously, if anybody watched that game, you would definitely be disappointed. I, 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 I know I watched a portion of it. We definitely should have won. We had the opportunity to win. We didn't capitalize. <sighs> but, you know, this is the typical season that we go through as WVU fans. There's always that one or two games. You have the one, like, Texas Tech that just goes – that loss doesn't make any damn sense because there's no way they're that good. Then you have that loss that goes like with the TCU where you are in that game and you had every opportunity to win where nobody thought you could win, yet you just still figure out a way to lose. And you um, lose your best, probably your our, best offensive player besides we lost, Ford Wheaton. Yep, yeah, we lost our running back for the season. 
Uh, they just announced that on Tuesday during his press conference. We only Lost have one game. running back active. Mathis was is out still. Mathis is currently out. They uh they have Justin Johnson and then Jalen Anderson, freshman, is gonna get burned this weekend at Iowa State. So, well, I think right I again, I'm not gonna say it's gonna be over right away, but the way things are trending. Things could happen sooner rather than later. And, you know, we will probably have to tune in. Maybe Merritt and I will jump on, do mm-hmm. an emergency podcast late at night on a Saturday for a couple minutes and record if yeah. something does happen. Because I do know, and I talked, they talked about it on the Country Roads Confidential. Shout out to those guys from 24 7 Sports. Oh, if you're a West Virginia fan, definitely listen to those guys. They talk about everything that happens when it comes to a coaching change, whether leaving or coming in, yep. always happens at night. So it, yeah. at nighttime where they're just something goes on and things shake up. But I will say, you know, this is a telling tale. It's three and five, two teams, three and five this weekend. They play at Iowa State. That I think that's still going to be a very, very tough game for them because yeah, we, don't, Iowa we State, don't play well there. We don't, we play, don't well play well there. Something with the wind, something that goes on there, just like Texas Tech. You know, if he comes out with a loss there, there's three more games left. One of them is the one that Merritt will be attending. I'll for, be there next out week. Here. Yep. So we'll see. I will say this, though, and you can quote me on this. I will say, if there is any sort of savior – for Neil Brown to to keep his job at least one more year, he wins when Merritt goes there next weekend against even, Oklahoma. I don't even know I if that think saves that can, it. I think that can partially save it. If he if we if they win at against Oklahoma and they're at least in either Kansas City or Oklahoma State, he has a reasonable shot at keeping the job. If he can but if get they get to, blown out yeah. by both of those teams and don't beat Oklahoma, I don't think he comes back. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be I think it's gonna be tough. Oh my god. Uh it's you know I'm not shaking my head most, at you guys. Don't worry. I've just got something from Twitter that is the, just mind numbingly stupid. I love it. The hope is god. is if he can squeeze out uh Iowa State this weekend, he is what? That means four and five. Yeah. Then yeah. if he can somehow if and uh, two and four in the division. Yep. Not, you know, the conference, I mean. And then if they win when Merritt's there as a good luck charm, that's five and five. If he ends at six and six, and then he maybe wins whatever Beefo Brady Bowl there is to go to. The Liberty Mutual Bowl or whatever the hell it is. Or Campbell's whatever, Chunky Soup Bowl. Whatever yeah. the hell bowl is a lot. Dollar General Bowl. Whatever, <laughs> if they were to qualify. <laughs> and they win. That can give him one more year. But now here's the question. That's, that's that is a battle going that, straight uphill with Donkey Kong throwing everything at you. Yes. Oh yeah. So now can that be realistic? We don't know. It all I think it all depends, like you said, this weekend. Yeah. If, this weekend is gonna be a telling tale. Tell if, everything that's gonna happen. If he comes out and the only the one thing I'll give him is I like that he's actually fiery on the sidelines. He's in the ref's face. He's up more or less fighting. 
Because yeah. the past couple of years, he's been kind of like, mm, I'm going to stay quiet. I don't want to be that guy. It's good to see him actually step out of that shell and actually step it, step up, I guess is how I want to put it. If they don't win at Iowa State, okay, all right, that's not good. You need to win out. You're going to have to win out at that point to make a bowl game. Oklahoma, they're having a very bad year. Oklahoma wise, they're they're not super good, but they're still decent. Kansas State's a top what fifteen team. So I thought is, they weren't that good this year. For so is reason. Oklahoma State. Oh, uh, Kansas State is thirteenth, and Oklahoma oh, wow. is eighteenth. Yeah, they're both so, ranked. So and TCU out of the bunch were was the best. They're at number seven. Seventh. Yeah. Um. So if you can't beat either of the ranked team, the unranked teams we're about to play, then it's not looking very hot. No, I think, and this was brought up, you know, over the weekend when I saw this and I texted out to the group um, that when they were college game day was down at Jackson State. Okay. Gosh, I almost screwed that up. Um, they talked to Sanders and he said he's always open to the calls. Always to a power five program. Hell, the dude is living in Mississippi. Ain't much to do in Mississippi. There's probably just amount about the same to do in Morgantown. Do you, if you're West Virginia at the end of the year and you see that Jackson State went perfect, wins out wins their conference, wins whatever bowl game, if they are bowl eligible, however they, they work down there with the uh, um, HBCUs. Do you take that chance and give him a phone call? Do you do an exploratory conversation with him? I So I love everything about that. I think Deion Sanders is phenomenal. I think he's great. I just don't know if – he would be someone that would fit. I don't know. I just, I feel like. What do you mean by, good. what do you mean by fit though? Because. Fit, fit wise, I just, I don't know what system he runs truthfully. So I don't know what type of system he runs. I also feel, you know, prime time is very, how do I say this? You know, In you your see face? all the, he's very. Yeah. Polarizing. He, thank you. That's a great, great way to describe. He's very polarizing. Someone that West Virginia never really has ever had before. Would I think it'd be great? Absolutely. It would be something different. But at the same time, I just don't know. I because I feel like he starts getting that Division One title. I just feel like he would look at us as a stepping stone until a place like I don't know, Florida State comes calling, and he would jump at any cost. To go to that. Yeah, but you know what? I would take if he if we give the phone call, we fire Neil Brown, we get we do the phone call and we say, Hey, we'll bring you up, give him a three year contract, right? Give him a three year, whatever it is, contract. If by year two or year three he gets to the end and Florida State calls, okay, make a competitive offer. It's gonna be really hard because that's you know it's a lot of money you're talking to for prime. Right. And he went to Florida State, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's all a matter. That's going to be a huge. It's going to be hard for us to keep him from going right. there. But I think I would be more excited to be 
to have him as a head coach for three years than to not even have that opportunity and sit in mediocrity. Now, I don't care what kind of system he runs. I think he could, he's just that person. We need somebody different in that seat. We've had the same kind of mentality coaches. Well, Dana was a psychopath, so we'll take him out. But like same mentality, run and gun, run and gun, run and gun, and then air raid with Dana. Like we want to find somebody that is polarizing, like Andrew said, and just bring something else. Something fire. Like something to hype it up. I'm not excited to watch these football games anymore. And that's the sad part of like, as a West Virginia fan, yes, do I still turn the game on every Saturday? Yeah, because I want to watch us win, hopefully. But that's it. There's nothing else driving me to do it besides don't have gone to that school. I would love for us to have primetime standing on that sideline because I think he puts that program in a different direction. And if you put him there driving in a new direction, maybe you find a coach that's a little bit less like him but still has that same mentality and grows it that further after he leaves because there's going to be a lot more younger coaches coming up, all of that. So I would be excited if that happened. Do I think it will? Probably not. No. Because I also feel he's very committed to that Jackson State team. He is because his sons are there. Yeah. But I also think he would, if he had the opportunity – to jump to a division five program and revamp a program that he has all the hands in, like he does at Jackson state. I think he would take that opportunity no matter what it was. Would Um, an administration like ours take and give a power like that to someone like primetime? Cause that's my thing. Cause no, I feel like our administration is like careful with who they hire. Like, that's why I never ever considered primetime as a realistic shot, just because of the fact that I just feel like there's other barriers of us. Like we wouldn't reach out to him because we would just think he's good. He, he can go. If you realistically think about it, prime could go anywhere, right? Anywhere. I just, I I don't think, I think they realistically think that we may not, would ever have a shot because I don't think if he were to pick a place to go, I don't think he would pick the mountains of West Virginia. Maybe, right. like you said, maybe he'd listen. And I think that would be the key if we ever got a chance for him to listen. We have to. I think if we have that conversation, we get rid of our athletic director, um, which I'm okay with. He He has done good things outside of finding coaches within the athletic department. Otherwise extending Neil Brown after two years and not ever seeing anything out of it so far kind of sucks, but you have to start doing that. We have to start getting out of this shell that is safe. You know, we don't want no West Virginia fan wants to watch this team underperform and watch this talent that we have go to waste. And that's what this year is. It's a completely wasted year with up until probably two weeks ago, 
a week ago. He had one of the best wide receivers in the country with Ford Wheaton. JT Daniels, when he has the time in the pocket, is one of the best quarterbacks. You know, he's not Stroud or May or um, the kid from Bama good, but he's right in that conversation on that second tier. And then you have arguably probably the one of the best running backs that came out of nowhere in the country until he got hurt. So I think we're at that point. We have to start making riskier decisions. Even if it's just a phone call, you have to do something. You There's have no to... reason not to call. No, realistically, mm-hmm. even as long as you like make an effort, then at least the him saying, no, I'm going to say a Jackson state or no, I'm going to take another opportunity doesn't mean that we have to go back to Neil Brown. There are still other people, other coaches yeah. that are available or can be promoted or taken from other schools. Mm-hmm. So, And I actually, watching last week's game, I was very impressed with Graham Harrell and his play calls. There was a couple that were questionable, but overall, it finally looks like the system, he's got his system working. So we'll take that, but... Now, I think the question is, I think what, so the question now is pretty much, so if the inevitable ever happens, so Mm -hmm. who, where do you start? Where would you go? Who would you suggest to go ahead and take his place? Because I I read a lot of the different names, and I'm not sold on any of them, truthfully. I'm so sick of seeing Rich Rod's name pop up. Yeah, I don't know why Please, Hugh Freeze no. keeps Hugh Freeze keeps popping up from why? Liberty. I don't exactly, and people want him for whatever reason. No, I know the popular name everybody wants Jimbo, but he's not leaving. He's not SEC leaving money. No, no, I, I just I don't know that, and that's where my trepidation starts is. But yeah, at the same time, you're, we're either gonna have to start just blow it all up and hope that maybe, you know, whoever can come in can galvanize this team better, you know, because they talked about this on one of the podcasts I was listening to. So, you know, you're going to need to re-recruit your recruiting class. Currently right now we have 18 people that are committed to this class. And we're we're like the number 12. 32nd ranked class. Yeah, which is the highest we've ever had, ever. So with that, so what do you think would happen with the coaching change? They predicted about 13 of the 18 most likely would probably stay because you have a lot of guys that we haven't done, what we haven't done in a while, we haven't recruited as many legacy guys as we have this current year. I think there's, they listed off like three or four guys. Forgive me, I forget the names, but three or four guys that are all WVU legacies from their parent, their father's playing here previously. Mm -hmm. You have a couple people that are close by. um, The the one kid, Gallagher, they feel he would stay because the minute he chose West Virginia is because it's a half hour from where he lives. And he wanted to go to a place where his family could could watch him watch him play have that so then you probably have those five that are wishy-washy where they're probably going to leave to go with whoever like coaching person goes to and then you probably have a couple of those guys maybe possibly 
decommitting, realizing that there's nowhere else to go, and then possibly come back. Yeah. So you have that problem, but then now you have the new age problem. So you got to have to re-recruit your recruiting class. Then you got to recruit the people that are there. And I think that's what is the most terrifying thing if you look at it from a coaching staff is before you only had to recruit like the people that you were coming in. Now with the transfer portal, you like think about it this way. If West Virginia drops Neil Brown and people are like, all right, I'm done. You could probably lose essentially everybody. Yeah. And be you, left you lose with, your future. You could potentially lose your future with Nico lose and Prather. Your entire future and people that are currently there. Yeah. yeah. It really depends on how the new coach, how like the thought on the new coach. Like if Neil Brown is fired and the new coach comes in and is appealing and high energy and like good and the players like him, then it's possible they'll stay. But if we fire Neil Brown and find some guy to just take a shot at two, no one's going to stay. Yeah, There's no. no reason to stay. You can go and m- most of our players, especially the people we were just talking about can go and get pretty decent spots on a lot of much better college teams than we are. So yeah, yeah, because like, because the one thing you also have to think about is so you don't want to also hire extremely quickly out of just because because you almost would kind of have to with those type of conditions because so I the same podcast I listened to they talked about so when Dana was gone he left like right after the day after the bowl game. And within three days, they filled the spot with Neil Brown. Yeah. I, if with this type of coaching search, I don't think we would be filling it in three days. No, you can't. Better not. And that would be the (laughs) first time, probably within the last two decades, that we would have an actual like coaching search. Yeah. Cause everyone else has been in waiting, been in waiting. Or they just decided to, like, when the person left. So, like, you go to Rich Rod. He came in. He left. They had Bill Stewart. They kept him. Bill Stewart, they had Dana as the in-waiting coach. And we all know how that turned out. He ended up taking over the coach. So then Holgerson for a couple years. And then he went and decided to, you know, go back to Texas. And then three days later, Neil Brown came in. Yeah. I think the only way that it's not a quick search is they don't make a bowl game, right? They don't make a bowl game. That gives you a lot more leeway to figure out what you want to do with everything. Um, there are no names right now that interest me out there that they're throwing around. No offense. I love Tony Gibson, but. No, you don't know how to run a team. You, you're great at defense. I'd, I want somebody that has head coach experience. You, have you guys heard Matt Rule? I was reading something no, about him earlier. No, I don't want I him. I don't want him, but he does have head coaching experience. I yeah. don't want him. but I think but, he's going to hang out for a little bit, can keep yeah. his NFL money. Dude, he's getting paid $400,000 for 48 months to do nothing. Like, let him sit. Yeah, why yeah. would he get a job? So I think with him, yeah, like Matt, I heard Matt Rule 
a couple names, the coach from Coastal Carolina, the coach from Appalachian State, the uh Hugh Freeze from Liberty. I've heard Tony Gibson. I've heard the kid you know, from people. Miami. Which, which one is that one? The cornerback that used to play for us. He was the one that went. He used to coach at Georgia. Now he's down at Miami. He's one of the best recruiters oh, no. we'll in the country. Never, we'll never take him because no. of what he did. Like everybody renounced hates that guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, and the only thing I can think of is unless they just give Graham the keys to the castle and he would run it and then he would fill it with his own staff, which doesn't sound bad because it could be it, horrible. Yeah, it could be horrible. But you also you you kind of keep a little bit of stability because people have have been with him. You keep he is your a offense. Younger, you keep, keep your offense. offense stable yep. for the most part. You'll probably lose. Well, at the you end lose of this, a couple. at the end of this year, you're losing Sam James and Ford Wheaton one hundred percent because Sam James is graduating. This is his like seventeenth year playing college football. <laughs> yeah, um, he's like thirty. <laughs> Ford Wheaton most likely is going to get drafted. He he's not or a, make an NFL team at least or make an NFL team yeah. or go play in the CFL or in the XFL wherever he wants to play he's going to go play f- professional football somewhere for sure. The biggest question mark is wh- who's going to be your quarterback the following year. Too we got to remember that. Mm-hmm. But well, we'll see you because I'm speaking in hypotheticals of course you know. If he if Graham stays, I think there could be an inclination of JT staying because he has two years to two years to play two. You know, you still have Nico in the wings. They just had a quarterback commit. They have Garrett Green playing running back and wide receiver. Dude, he, I, looked, he looked great at wide receiver. I want I want him why, there. Why they haven't been playing him there from the start. I've been saying it like the last, like every, from the beginning, he's too good for his skills to be on the sideline. And yeah. thank goodness Crowder, they. Crowder can go. I don't know. Crowder's meh. I mean, he, it's all in a matter if he wants to stay, if he wants to just stay and hang out. But like, I feel like anybody that has grown up wanting to play quarterback, they want to go and play somewhere. Are your Celtics winning? Oh, uh, yeah. Just games just started. So it's 4 2. Yeah. Fun, fun. But I think ugly, it's it's going to be wow. very interesting. It is it's 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 a wild ride for being a West Virginia fan. Definitely not a year that we expected for football. No, I was um, expecting to. You and I predicted. I was expecting to finish nine and three. Yeah, Shit. I. And it's so funny because they like when I when we were in school, we were finishing nine and three all the time, and then we were like, "Yeah, get out." Stewart, you're done. And then when we kept, it, we kept when finishing it we, at eight and four, nine and three with Dana. And then all of a yeah. sudden it was like, like yeah. oh no. Yeah, the struggles. It's, it's but, like, this is what the lower tier feels like, huh? Yes. Well, it's hopefully, bad. Merritt, when you go next week, you'll have some great footage for Andrew. Oh, yeah. I'll and, get some good footage. Well, you know, hopefully. The, the crowd comes a little pumped up because it, it will be our last time ever facing Oklahoma. And if we can come out with that W, maybe some things start to change. But 
I think it really does start with this weekend. It definitely does. All right, we beat this with a, you know, like we're it was great a discussion. Horse. It was very good discussion. Let's talk about what's been dropping with the NFL. We're going to talk about Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders. He has hired uh, Bank of America to sell all or part or part of the Washington Commanders at this point, and there's going to be a federal indictment on him and on the commanders for fraudulent um, uses of money. And because apparently how the NFL works is ticket sales and all of that. It gets split between the teams, right? So you make, if the giants go to the Patriots, they get a split of the revenue share. Correct. Well, what Snyder would do, is allegedly would say that the money came in lower than what it was was really at. So you'd only give a small portion to say like the Cowboys, right? And then pocket the rest. That's illegal. Such a baller move, but it's so illegal. <laughs> so illegal. <laughs> so there's that. There's, of course, we all know about the – um sexual harassment allegations against him and some of the other um, people that have worked there, the racial allegations, all these things. Thank God they finally decided that he's going to sell the team. I'm so happy with that idea. Like this man should never have owned this team ever. Um, And they should have forced this this sale 10 years ago easily. Yeah, for sure. I mean, let's be real. Dan Snyder sucks. He's He should have been gone years ago with all the things that were happening in, in Washington. Um, it's just about time that he sells the team and the NFL can move on from him and his mess. Yeah, that'll be uh, – everyone will be very happy when that happens, mm-hmm. especially the Washington commanders probably. They'll be like, Wow, this is what it feels like to have a real owner. Wow, crazy. Probably like Elon Musk or something. Did you guys? You probably sent it to me, Merritt. But did you see the um the comments from the other? He said something along the lines of like, "All of the owners hate each other." Like that's the nature oh, of the NFL. Yeah. And then like yeah. one of the other owners was like, "No, we all just hate you, Dan." Yeah. <laughs> he had, after Ursay like dropped all this knowledge bomb like a couple month like a month ago. Apparently none of them have yeah. spoken to him. He's been like excluded. I love that he came out and he's like, I have new like dirt on every single one of these people. And they're like, No, no, you don't. Like, you got nothing. You're just digging, pulling at straws at this one, buddy. So um, I'm very happy with that idea. Speaking with the NFL, trade deadline was last night at four o'clock. This was crazy. This was the most people traded at the trade deadline in NFL. I believe it was NFL history. 14. 14 trades in one day. That's crazy. The funniest one to me is Calvin Ridley to the Jaguars. Yeah. <laughs> because he would, the reason he's suspended is because he bet that the Falcons would beat the Jaguars last year. 
Is that really the game he bet on? <laughs> yep. Oh my god, yeah. I forgot. I knew it was one of yep. his games, but I didn't know it was against the Jags. He, he wasn't playing. He wasn't even no. playing. He was injured. He was he bet that his team he well, was, he on was his at mental, home on, would on his beat, mental hiatus. Yeah, would beat the Jags. And he hasn't Bro. played at all this season. And now he's on the Jags. <laughs> but can we just say how that's so great for Trevor Lawrence. And now oh he has God. a he has a yeah. legit receiver while he's short. Shout out to Jose Jones, getting me fantasy points. And Kirk. Christian, Christian Kirk. Kirk getting everybody fantasy points as a great receiver. But now you have Calvin Ridley, who is a legitimate number one. He was killing it in Atlanta until he needed his hiatus. Jacksonville, I- I'm excited for them. Yeah, they're gonna it's gonna be good for them, and they have it. A number one running back in ETN who as long as he doesn't fumble anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, pretty good. It might be a Steve Slayton. You never know. Um but yeah, that was a big one. It'll be good for Jacksonville when he's back next year. You can move Zay Jones to the secondary slot spot, and then Christian Kirk can go to the um slot receiver where he can do a lot of damage because he's got that speed. Um, Bradley chubbed Miami. Bradley chubbed Miami. Yup. I almost got a little nervous because when I saw Chubb, I was like, "Oh my god, did Nick Chubb just really just get traded?" And then I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that no, would no. be crazy." It's just Bradley. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's Br- just Bradley. Don't worry. the The Broncos at this point are just sailing in. Um, shout out to um, what you call it? You have. TJ Hawkinson from Detroit getting traded to the Vikings. Did you see the thing? I think it was CBS Sports put on Instagram when he got drafted by the Lions and then what he looks like after work playing for the Lions. Before he when he gets drafted, he's like trim, proper, all looks like a, a normal human being, right? <laughs> he gets traded. His hair is like down to like the back, his middle of his back. He's got this shaggy Amazing. beard. And dude. The eyes are like down to here. I'm like, oh my god, is this what really happens when you play for the? It looks like he's aged like ten years, but it's only been like I want to say three. Oh like my it's... gosh, yeah, it's well now it's... he look now he's a Viking. Yeah, 2019 like he was drafted. That's true. He doesn't yeah. look like now. <laughs> that that Viking team went from being good to great. Oh. For all those gonna... who have him in fantasy out there, according to ESPN analysts, he should be increasing in value because they believe in a week or two he will pass Thielen as this number two option on their on their depth reception chart. So, although it's he is crazy a tight end, that Thielen just dropped off. Yeah, I know. I have him on my fantasy team, so it's killing me. But wait, didn't they get another wide receiver too? Um, I don't think so. I don't think anybody else besides Hawkins and no one else got traded uh, tomorrow yesterday. Brandon uh, Cooks or... didn't get moved to the Vikings. No, he didn't get traded, and he was pissed. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, he tweeted about it. He tweeted, and he's not playing tomorrow night because there was because there was a thing that I I saw that like they were working on Brandon Cooks going to Minnesota pending a physical. No, they never even. Wow, I don't think it actually got that far. Sucks Dude, for I think it was just rumors. I don't think it ever actually like went through or anything. Gotcha. All right. So is the, the those the main ones yesterday? What else? 
Well, my Steelers um, uh, Clay pretty Polk much got rid of him for some draft picks, which is cool Bears. because yeah. that gives an extra draft pick I, in the second round. Yeah. That's probably a good trade for both teams because it gives the Steelers picks and Chicago yeah. needs most things that they can get. And um, Claypool is probably going to leave in the offseason anyway. Yeah. So you get um, something in return. You just get one less weapon for Pickett or whoever the hell the quarterback is at the time to throw to. Um, Naheem Hines to my Bills. We actually have a, a running back now. Oh, did he? Um, did they officially send him there? Because I know yeah, like, for, I'm hearing about him. For Zach like, Moss in a, yeah, a pick. Like a second round pick or something. I like, feel so bad for you. got to feel for <laughs> Zach Moss. The number one team in the NFL to the last place team in the NFL. Yeah, it sucks. Not sucks. a good look. No. It's okay. Um, Singletary is still going to be the number one backup there. Probably, yeah. Uh, That's fine. That's good for my uh, Roquan Smith from the Bears to the Ravens. So crazy how Roquan Why? Smith was crying about a teammate being leaving, and now he has, he just got <laughs> traded. Well, they weren't going to – he, at the beginning of the offseason, said he wasn't coming back to Chicago after this year. He was done because they haven't done anything. But the simple fact that the Ravens decided that their defense needed to get better and not get better weapons on the offense. <sighs> what the Stop hell are you doing? They don't need, they don't need more Bay offensive Lamar. weapons. They have that running back. You know, that guy, Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> give it to and, every time. One, it doesn't matter. One of those big, the big white guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to, shout out to Mark Andrews. I love Mark Andrews. Uh, and I like him because he's a diabetic playing in the NFL. So um, that's legit. Yeah. He's proving Dude's your dreams, man. He, he is really living my he dreams. He can do it. <laughs> my gosh. Why did I screw up when I was a kid? Uh. <laughs> Probably uh, when you joined the women's basketball team. Yeah. I, I that might have killed your football. That's okay. I never played football until flag <laughs> football like five years ago. So it's okay. That's fair. Um, man, what? who else got traded? Um, I know they wanted to move. The Browns were trying to move Kareem Hunt. That didn't happen. People thought he was going to come to the Bills before Naheem Himes did. <laughs> uh, no, apparently Kam- the, the rumor was Kamara was going to come to the Bills. Oh, I saw that too. And then Kamara tweeted that he had like no intention of going anywhere. Yeah, he something. was like, I just want to play in New Orleans. I'm like. But I don't care. He put up 40 fantasy points for my team this week. Yo, so if he wants to it. keep running in New Orleans, bro, do that. Dude, that bro just wants to party uh, in the French Quarter. That's all he wants to do. <laughs> yeah. And- I mean, I don't blame him. No, no. Uh, the the Rams didn't move uh, Cam Akers like they were basically told everyone they were going to. Um, so now you have a really disgruntled player yeah. sitting there going, I don't want to be here. And Sean McVay being like, no, you should play with us. Come play for us, please. Um, and then there's the rumor now that once Odell clears – is um physical and stuff i believe in the next week or so that the giants are the number one option that's what i want to say i it's mean giants rams packers, packers bills chiefs I, I don't think he goes back to the rams I don't, rams i don't think he goes to the rams and i don't think he goes to the chiefs either i don't see him coming to the bills but that's, no, the bills, i keep hearing it the, i don't think it's gonna happen though the Bills have too many good wide receiver options at this point. It'd be like wide receiver four. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. But go to – how great would that be to go 
start your career with the New York City Giants, leave, go play in Cleveland, go to the Rams, win a Super Bowl, get hurt in said Super Bowl, and then come back and play for the Giants. That are currently six and two. In first place. In, oh, no, second place in the NFC East behind, behind the Eagles. You just yeah. said second place. I don't think I've ever heard Giants and the word second place in the same sentence in years. Uh, no, it has not happened in a long, long time. Um, that would be both cool. New York teams are in second place because the Jets are in second as well. Yeah, well, the Jets still That's suck. So crazy, though. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> I just I can't I, even fathom it. We watched the the game with my friend who is a uh, a Giants fan this or Jets fan this weekend. He was like yelling and saying crap to my wife and I, and I'm like, uh huh, yeah. Patriots come out and just get three picks in the second half. I got up in his face and I'm like, what, what, what? And he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't say they'd win. I'm like, yes, you did. <laughs> Honestly, that game, the Jets got the Halloween spooks. I knew you something bad was going to happen. I just felt it in the air. I was like, they are too comfortable right now. If <sighs> if that pick six would have counted. Yep. That would have changed everything. But the fact that they called that rough in the past, I was like, yep. But you know what? It was funny when they were showing like Sala um, on the sideline for the penalty. There was a penalty earlier in the game where he got really, really upset about, which was a penalty. And then he was livid about the rough in the passer call. But everyone in the stands, anyone that knows football, no, that was a rough way pass. Like the ball had been out of his hand for at least one to two seconds. And you all the guy had to do was do this. Just come up and stand like this. And he just went right through him. They like, threw him. So it's rough in the passer at that point. But yeah, that if that had stayed, that game was over. Thank God it, it didn't because the Patriots are happier, man. I am. Um, we're at 500. So we're good. Um, I don't even remember who we play this weekend. Their power uh, Patriots are power ranked top fifteen. They I know. Say. They look good. The running attack looks really good. Um, yeah. Ramondre Stevenson is uh, looking like a true beast at this point in time. Um, all right. So should we? Uh, let's talk about what we have on. We'll do our normal routine, and then we'll spin back to the elephant. That oh, we have. Boy. This one will be long. All right. So, Kevin, who you got? Who you got? Is that a Vince Carter? Please tell me it's Vince Carter. This jersey is an Atlanta Hawks jersey. Uh, yes. Carter. Nice. Yes. That was a good guess. Nice, yeah. dude. Yes. So I originally was going to try where the Trey Young, um, but. Vince Carter found this off one of my eBay steals. So when he retired, I was like, you know what? Why well, don't I have a Raptors jersey? So I went on eBay, got me a Toronto Raptors jersey, started career, got my Atlanta Hawks, end of the career. I got to support the ATL for any of my hip hop fans out there. Uh, RIP to the one takeoff from one third of the Migos. Uh, Passed away, shot and killed, unfortunately, in Houston the other day. Super sad for anybody that listens to hip-hop. They, Migos changed the game, and I just need to represent the ATL for them. So Yeah, dude, that was 
That was I not a fun that. way to open up my morning. Yeah, that's that's really sad. And like everyone that I like, majority of people like the Migos are a good rap group. Um, Catchy songs. They change oh, the game. Catchy they, added, songs. they created a whole space for songs that aren't really about anything specifically, but are very fun to listen to. Literally, <laughs> it's so it's much just fun good music <laughs> and lots of great sound of it. Woo ah yeah, hey, mama. <laughs> <laughs> and they said like he was like one of the nicest guys out there yeah in the rap game he very cordial very nice never had an issue they're saying a stray bullet most likely was yeah. what caused it yeah but they it still seems didn't... like a altercation after dice or um some sort of gambling yeah they were it, it, they were a bowling started, alley bowling alley yeah it, it started after a basketball argument they were they were arguing about basketball and then Rainbow they're playing was, right? the dice. Yep. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, people started fighting. Shots started firing, and then yeah, thing happens. Crazy. So sad. So that's what so jersey. Sad. Merit, nice. What do you have on? I know it's a Celtics jersey. It's got to be Ray Allen. Oh, it's Paul. Yeah. Oh, Paul. I used to have a Paul Pierce jersey. It doesn't fit me anymore. It's like a youth. Oh, this is a, <laughs> this is a little tight right now. Just uh, like this jersey. Yeah, I thought I'd rock that because I got the Celtics uh, game go. on. Uh, 18 to 23. You know, Coach Missoula is doing all right to start off the year, four and go. two. So hopefully we can figure that out. Um, and Andrew, you, I'm assuming that's your. Uh... That's Devin. Nope. Oh, it's no. Chris Paul. Chris Paul. It's Chris Paul. CB3. Oh, lit. Um, so my first time on the podcast, I wore my Chris yeah. Paul jersey. And it's wow. the first time I've been on season two, so I figured. And yes. my um, Jalen Brown jersey's dirty, so. Ah, okay. With a wash. Kevin, do you have any new cards this week, or are you still kind of cardless? I am. I might be cardless for the next couple weeks. Truthfully, uh, I'm just. We got a lot going on in the cu- coming months, so bills got to get paid. You know, we're gonna. I'm gonna be traveling. I know it's coming at the end of the week. <laughs> podcast Jeez. expenses. Co- yes, oh, podcast, podcast expenses. expenses. So, you know, I my card collection is chilling. Um, eventually I want to see if I can possibly start grading some. So maybe mm-hmm. if I can like get some value off of the ones. I've been slowly starting to sleeve all the ones I found so that they're like the taken care of. Yeah, the even Man, I did not realize I had so many of those cards in the basement. So oh, I almost want to like, like see if I can just bulk sale them and just get rid of them. Yeah, just, yeah. Just to just because I didn't realize there's a lot of fun ones in there, but at the same time, I'm like, my god, I re- if I would have just kept them pristine, I could be making a lot of money right now. Or you could sell your shoes. No, you gotta sell cards before shoes. And my, I, just, I just had to say, I'm it. not going to lie to you, Kevin. You got to grade some of those because you might have like a sleeper. The one in there. that's like, crazy. yes, 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 yes. I think you do. Um, how'd y'all do in fantasy? Fucking killing it. I don't know if I told you guys this. Um, what but so Fuck. my team started out really bad. I was like, oh, and three, I was getting blown out. I didn't pass like a hundred points until like week four. But since then I've gone over 180 twice over 130 three times and i'm five and three um and i had joe burrow and jamar chase and they started going crazy and then jamar got injured and so last week i was like oh like what's going down and i was actually stuck in like the 
the Monday night fear position where like I was down like seven points and the only player I had left was Burrow. And until the like midway through the third, he had like 0.6 points. And so I was like, it's over. Like I'm not like, it's, it's not going to happen. And I ended up winning by like three or something. So I'm tied for first in my league for the first time ever. Nice. Yeah. My point differential is crazy. Like I'm like, I want to say I'm like plus a thousand and I've only, only like maybe 900 has been scored on me. It's kind of crazy. That is crazy. Damn. How'd you do Kev? I originally was supposed to project to go 0 and 3. I am now, I went 2 and 1 late because nice. Joe Burrow, I was facing Joe Burrow and he completely tanked, which mm. saves me. But it, it my, so that I have one league where I'm 7 and 1. And the two other leagues, I am literally battling it out to get into the playoffs. So Same it's going to get interesting. This week is really funny. For two out of my three teams, pretty much if I, if any of my bench players, and I'm sorry, if anybody that I currently have in my lineup right now gets injured, I'm screwed because the entire yeah. bench is either on by or injured. Yeah. So... Fingers crossed I happen to get there. In one league, I have like a there is this one league where like these guys are just trading for the coop. And one of this this one guy, listen to this team. He just acquired. He got Christian Kirk. He got Travis Kelsey. He had DeAndre Hopkins. And then he just acquired Christian McCaffrey. Oh, wow. So, like, literally, oh, and I'm playing. How many are in the league, Kev? This one is 12. Okay. And that's this what guy, I'm like... this guy's like an extra. He doesn't even know anybody in this gym. This <laughs> gym league. And I'm like, this is freaking bullshit that, like, is in this league. And, and if he freaking wins, I'm going to be pissed. But I vow this specifically, it's my, the, the gym league. This is my last year that I will participate in it. So whatever happens, happens. I would like to go out on the top, but I would like not to go out by somebody that's not ever associated with my gym. So, yeah. But other than that, we're rocking fantasy. I've just been happy. I haven't, knock on wood, haven't gotten a week where all my teams lost. It's always been two and three. But, uh, yeah, Merritt. I went three and oh this week. Look at you. I know. I am fighting uh, in two of my leagues to, like, make playoffs. Um, that's all you need. That's all but, you like, need. But, like, as long I as was, you make it, you're set. Yeah. I was playing. It's all luck. In one of my leagues, I was playing the number one team in the whole league last week. And he's projected to win. Going into Monday Night Football, I have no guys left playing. He has three guys playing in Monday Night Good Football. God. I'm like, oh, God. I'm not. There's no way. I had 134 points and he was already at like, I think he was at 120. I'm like, there's no way I, he's going to win. It's projected. He's going to be at 140. Like I'm screwed. Nope. I woke up the next morning, looked at it. I was like, you're shitting me. I won by four points. I was like, what? Everyone that he had left because it was the Bengals Browns game. Like they just all tanked. Yeah, no one played a well. A lot of people didn't play well in that game. I was like, I'll take that because, um, you know, 
that kid in my league had Kareem Hunt, and he needed him to put up like two more points than he did, and he lost. Oh no! <laughs> I played. I played my wife this week in one of our leagues. You play her this week? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh Ashley, my gosh! She's not. She right now. She's projected to lose by twenty. <laughs> did she win this team? week? But it's close. Yeah, I try. I, I'm trying to help, but like, there's no. There's like 14 people in this league, so there's oh, like no like good picks left. And I've like scoured the market every week. I always go grab somebody new and move around things. I'm like, no way. She's not going to win this one. I'm sorry. So my 12th person league, the waiver wire is like deceased, dead on arrival, literally nothing. Like I picked up um, an indie receiver, um, Paris, something or paris uh pascal or something like that yeah um wait one sec his name is paris campbell and um i was like maybe this will be something and i didn't play him because they had just put in the new quarterback and he got like two targets and i was like oh good because he put up like one point um i grabbed the uh, the waivers are deceased i got the atlanta running back oh algier yes Holy yeah. mother of God, that guy went off. Yeah. yeah, I I have him for one of my other teams because I one league I have Cordell Patterson, and then on auto draft it ended up keeping him. So I was like, holy smokes, thank God for that. But right now he is having the time of his life because it is a struggle city. I'm hoping that- they lead their division. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> Somehow the Falcons are first place. Shout out to my 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 guy Ben from my freshman year at W. He's a huge Falcons fan. And I'm like, bro, what is going on? He's like, I don't even know either. Bro, that did you watch that game? Which one? The Atlanta Carolina game. Negative. The throw even. that PJ Walker threw to win to tie that game up. I did see that. That was, was ridiculous. Crazy. That dude, that that put me over the top with D because I have DJ Moore and he was at like, you know, six points, seven points, something like that. Not a lot. All of a sudden, he just added like fourteen points and going. Yeah, oh, Burrow was the same same way Monday night when he threw that absolute dime, like sixty yards downfield, and then it was a touchdown. He went from like point six to like, I want to say like seven or eight and i was like what just happened and i turned it on and i watched him lose <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah joe burrows does not look as good without uh he's, jamar chase out there he's sitting yeah. on my bench this week i'm putting two in i have no justification not to no you don't she was playing chicago as well so so you're talking I also about have miami's defense in because dallas is on by this week yeah yeah i have like I had to like pick up a, a, any of the best defense because I know the Jets aren't going to put up any numbers against the Bills. So I had I picked up the Vikings. <laughs> I have the Bills going. defense. I'm a, that's a good. That's what they're number two. I want to say Dallas so. is number one right now. I have the Bills defense in another league, and then I have the Eagles defense in another league. So you know we're just rocking out here. I'm page, just hoping. I had the Patriots defense against the Jets last week. Well, you know what? My my opponent actually had the Patriots too. Like I think the Patriots got like 10 and the Jets had like eight. 
No, the Patriots had more because they had three picks. Did they get more? Yeah. They did get more. I think they were at like 18. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah. All right. I have roster news. Should we no. discuss the elephant? Uh-oh. The elephant. Do we to talk about the elephant that's in the room when it comes to sports? I mean, I mean, I feel like we have to to be. We have to. This is... news reporters. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll start so, classifying us in our news program as well. Yeah, we're a news program. Okay, cool. Um, yes, unless... we go on the evaluation section of YouTube. Correct. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, if you live under a rock, don't look at your phone or watch anything news related or sports related. Well, here's some eye opening news. Kyrie Irving is a douche. Um, That's probably putting it nicely. I think all three of us can agree to that. Um, I'm not going to say the name of the book or the movie that he has doubled down on and is not backing down on his feelings, but it was a very anti-Semitic book and movie. Uh, and on, I believe Thursday, he was like, I'm open to learning about new opportunities, blah, 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 whatever crap you want to put out there Saturday. A, I think it was Saturday because the nets lost. Um, and they, a reporter asked him the question and he's like, you want to just start coming up here, asking me about this. Want to talk about sports, blah, 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 blah. Guys like, Kyrie, you have a platform. You have a lot of people that follow you. You're going to, they're going to listen. You're not, you know, I'm not promoting anything. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not hurting anybody. Kyrie, you, you are hurting people. You're hurting a culture that has already gone through so much in the past hundred years, just alone. We're not even talking about ancient times. So, um, and when we we're starting this podcast, we were talking about other stuff. And that's when I said, oh, I got that stupid notification on my phone. <sighs> Here's what happened in the past hour or so. Let me pull up my Twitter. Dude, no, that's CBS Sports. That's not what I wanted. Sorry. Give me a second here. There we go. In a statement, Kyrie Irving says, I take responsibility for the negative impact of my Instagram posts. He said, I do not believe anything said in you. Uh, he, I, I do not believe anything said in the documentary was true or reflects my morals or principles. Statement from Irving does not include an apology. The Nets, Kyrie Irving, and the Anti-Defamation League have put out a joint statement saying, part that Kyrie Irving and the Nets will each donate $500,000 toward causes and organizations that work to eradicate hate and intolerance in our communities. I want to be very nice when I have a nice way of saying this, because we do have people that probably are younger, potentially, and this goes on YouTube. What the flying F is that? Are you kidding me? That's all you're going to do. I agree. Did you guys hear Charles Barkley the other night? 
um, when I heard he said that they handled the whole thing wrong, like yeah. some, like like the league, the team, everyone. Yeah, he basically said the NBA screwed up. They have punished people for less. Anthony Edwards, when he yeah. made his gay comments, guess what? He was fined. He was yeah. suspended, and he had to go to counseling. Miles. Uh, is it Miles Leonard, the Miami former Miami Heat center? I don't know if he's playing in the league anymore. He said a anti-Semitic word playing a video game. Said he didn't know what the word meant. I don't know if he meant. Can't say yes or no if he knew it. But he's no longer playing. He got suspended indefinitely. You have a man or a pile of crap as I'm going to call him from this point on spewing things that are hateful, not backing down, not apologizing. And all you do as an MBA or as a team or organization is we'll handle it internally. We'll, we'll deal with it and brush it off. It's horrible. So that's my two cents. Let's let's continue this. I want to hear what you guys thought because we we started the conversation yesterday. And we're like we need to talk about this live. So, well, it's a complicated situation because that what he said and what he was promoting is wrong. And then he was called out for it. And instead of being the respectful and like adult person he should have been, he should have apologized and taken fault and whether he didn't understand what he was saying or whether it was unintentional to imply that, or he misunderstood the meanings of it. He should have apologized and given justification, which he didn't do. He just sort of said he wasn't his fault and that he has no control over people, but that's not how the world works when he's, he's a multimillionaire and has probably millions of followers on social media. I'm not which one because I do not like him. I think but, he said his Twitter has like 4.7 million followers yeah. or something. So when, when you're reaching that many people, even if you aren't someone who is in a role of a role model, you are a role model because of those 4 million people, how many of them are kids or children or people who aren't educated on the topic. So they don't really understand what they're being exposed to or consuming for data. So as you said, and as a lot of people in both on ESPN and on any real sport analytic website and channel, this whole situation was handled very poorly. And I think it it's it's really annoying me and upsetting me because it feels like he just keeps getting a pass. It's like he just keeps doing shit, causing drama, causing issues. There's a Bleacher Report article that came out today that said he's radioactive and has immense baggage, which I think is a great way to describe him. And I'm going to be honest, if I was an owner or GM on any team, I would have no interest in bringing him anywhere near my city. Someone said, someone said today that he was listening to, I think it was like a New York uh, radio show. And they're like, man, maybe we should give LeBron more credit. He's really, (laughs) he might be a better GM than we thought if he dealt with potentially this version of Kyrie Irving that no one knew about until the past two years. Yeah. Past three years, really. Um, some Boston writers have come out and they're like, 
what do you, what would happen if Kyrie was still on the Boston Celtics and this happened? I could have been cut. Oh, he would have been gone. Straight up. Just gone. They they have they suspended our coach for a year for having an affair. It happened to be also with a member of the organization, and he apparently was also using it for leverage, but still. And we'll talk a little bit more about that, too, <laughs> because that, that leads – this whole thing yeah. all goes together. Kevin, you've been quiet. What are you, What's your thoughts, buddy? So I'm looking at the post on Instagram that they did, the whole combination post. Yeah. And I think one of the things I'm taking from this – and a lot of people have commented the same thing was all of that is extremely not necessary. Um, number one, I think it, this makes look, Kyrie look absolutely ridiculous because I, I don't know if you guys saw the video footage of before the, one of the games. The press where, conference. The press conference where he the guy brings it up about his comments and then he got extremely defensive. Like what yeah. post I just posted it. So post is a post. It's yeah. what it's just my post. And then he the and the way he was going back and forth with the reporter that like and the reporter is like, Kyrie, I'm not I'm I'm just trying to like, you know, understand, you know, you are a public figure. Things that you post, it people will notice them first. You do have millions of followers. People buy your things. Like, you know, the fact that you don't see the harm that you could you have could have possibly made from those comments. You understand, but I will just say, like, I read through the comments while you guys are talking and just reading through the whole post, and it's just this is just, ugh, it just drugged down the road for too long. You know, I would have preferred they maybe did a a like the three pages of Instagram post that they post if they would have just done. We're handling it within internally matters. That's all we're going to comment from here. I would have taken that, then them just post the whole thing that they're doing with the $500,000 to causes. I just think now you're just like trying to shove it in our face. Yeah. yeah. I don't really believe that's necessary. Like it's just, it's just too much. And like, this is you guys have already touched on it. This was handled extremely poorly on from every single end. Nobody looks good from this. No, not not a soul. Like except maybe Braun. <laughs> except for maybe Braun. <laughs> maybe LeBron. Um, but like when you have your owner come out on Friday after the comments were first initially spoken, and he's like, I don't stand for this, blah blah blah. This dude didn't back down from Kevin Durant. But you back down from Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. And it's not like he's produced enough to justify, like, no. Like, if, like, I'm not saying if he was a good basketball player, it would be okay at all. But if you were a bigger name basketball player, if you had been performing better, you'd been producing more, it would have been much more of a situation of like, okay, he's a valuable asset. He's important to the community. Maybe we can do, like Anthony Edwards, maybe we can do some sort of therapy some sort of training some sort of finding and suspending while you like get educated on the topic it wasn't even that it's we're gonna just let him do it because he's Kyrie even though he's been the most like mid superstar in the past three years he barely played yeah and he he's becoming the new Kanye West of the sports world 
Um, Which we don't Kanye is not stopping any, either. We don't need <laughs> any more of those. No, we we need people that actually want to represent what is good in this yeah. world, not the not the and it's this leads into a bigger discussion about a lot of other things that happen within this our cultures. We don't want to just sweep this underneath the rug because is becoming more and more prevalent, especially over the past four or five years, it's becoming bigger and bigger and bigger again. Simple fact that you have a sports star who has millions of followers. You have a multimedia mogul doing the exact same thing. It hurts not just the people that, you know, are directly affected by it, but also hurts everyone around you and the culture that we have as an American society have tried to build. Yeah. You know, it, it, none of this is right. If the NBA really wants to do the right thing, if you want to actually step in, you come up to the nets and you say either He's done for the year without pay or you are going to be fined so much money every game he's playing. Yeah. That I think is a good thing because it actually puts a stop to certain levels of what he can do because when he's not playing, you don't hear from him. You you heard from him about his COVID stuff because whatever, but when he's not on the court, He's not saying anything. He's going off into his own little world and whatever, his own utopia. That's fine. Go go live there. But all that money that Kyrie would lose from his contract, because he's not going to get paid. If the NBA fi- cuts uh, tells him he's suspended, he doesn't get paid a dime for what he's left for the season. All that money goes to the ADL. So they can then use that money for good to promote things that are non, you know, anti-Semitic and giving more trainings and giving more language out to people. Um, and same idea, if they, they keep Kyrie and he's playing, all the money that Joe is going to get fined, and that's going to get fined, goes to the same thing. So now this still brings us into the next part of the topic because is it Monday, Kevin, or Tuesday? uh today Tuesday. Is yesterday yesterday it was yesterday right november first yeah. seven games into the season at a two and five record steve nash has been fired as a head coach um i don't know how i feel about it because i can't blame steve nash for this but you can slightly blame him because you have one of the best players in the world and, and it's okay. kind of hard to watch them play. Like I, I watched the game last night and just laughed because they were so bad. Was it two years ago? They had what people considered to be three of the top 10 players in the league. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did. They had Harden, Durant and Irving. Yeah. And then that's so crazy to think about that. They, they were that, all together, and, yeah. and if they would have just 
And the Bucks beat healthy. them. Giannis beat them by himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Out of control. If Durant didn't have his big foot on the line, guess what? The Nets yeah. are in the NBA Finals, too. Yeah. But um, then you have one Steve Nash being fired. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know if it's a real TikTok or someone just made it up, but it, there's a TikTok of him dancing. <laughs> and the caption is... <laughs> when you're fired and you don't have to deal with Kyrie anymore and he's just dancing, like happy go lucky. I'm like, Oh, I hope that's not really Steve's actual TikTok account. I hope someone just made this up, but it's really funny. Um, now with a coaching search that the nets are going to jump right into the, I don't even know how you want to label him. Um, Suspended. The suspended head coach for the Boston Celtics. Yeah, because Joe's still interim. Right. Interim. Is the number one candidate to go to the Brooklyn Nets. Apparently, the rumor is the Celtics will not ask for compensation, though he's still in the contract, which to me is stupid. You get so, as much you get as much as you want from that. But now there's more leaks on what happened with Ime. Oh, yeah. Apparently, it wasn't just one woman. It was multiple women receiving text messages from him. Inappropriate texts. More things are coming out of the woodwork. And we all know this is is how every investigation in sport just goes. They give you the baseline. And then over the next couple of months, everything falls falls out. And we all make our own assumptions of a human being. Um. I liken this idea as they have a fire in New York or in Brooklyn and they're putting it out with gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I personally think Ime's time with the Celtics is done, especially if all this stuff that is being leaked is true. I don't want him as my head coach because I want to root for an organization that, you know, stands up for these women and, plays at a right the at the best level at the same time this he, he could go to brooklyn and start coaching right away yeah he could be traded and coach i don't know when their next game is but this weekend yeah he could be coaching saturday night i think is their next game like how messed up is that friday like, i played the wizards <laughs> This dude suspended the first seven games so far. He's being paid, most likely. Yeah, I think he is. And he's going to have potentially the opportunity to go and coach in the next 48 hours. Because he's not suspended by the NBA. Nope. Yeah, that's crazy. I wouldn't be surprised oh if the information that has just been leaked and come out if it's found to be like true if the league takes action because oh, have to. previously all of the information that's been confirmed to be true is like an in-house thing none of it is against league rules or right. regulations but this stuff shows that he's it's um it's called in organization tampering um mm. so that's against league policy and rules so i wouldn't be if if i it'd be very interesting to see if he gets traded to, so say he gets traded tomorrow, goes to the Nets, coaches Friday, 
and the league confirms all of we could very much see him get suspended for the rest of the year. So <laughs> I think that would be hilarious, but I don't know. I mean, honestly, <laughs> that sounds extremely realistic. Knowing yeah. if the up when like if the up work keeps going like to like just the I felt the disdain in Merritt's voice when he talked okay. about that thought that Ime Adoka with the crap that he was doing in Boston. He's getting probably paid for it and he's suspended. And within probably by the end of the week, he could maybe just be coaching a brand new team all willy nilly. I don't think the NBA is going to allow they that. Won't. They won't be I feel be like happy. they're going to, they're probably, they're going to do some sort of crackdown, either a heavy fine, or maybe they might just honor the suspension be like, yeah, you're out for a year, take the year off and let's find another coach or something. Yeah, it's it's not a good look at all. It does not look good. And just continuing with everything we've been discussing so far for like the last several minutes, like it is not looking good for Brooklyn. Like it is no. not looking good. <laughs> and you're thinking right now, you're a team that's got a hell like some great star players, one that went there specifically to win a championship and right now you are nowhere close not even a they a took sip. so many steps back they it's it's I, I i'm not gonna lie i don't feel too bad for him at many times but i kind of feel bad for kevin durant because he's wasting away right now no i still deserve that he deserves it he's but he's a horrible player person it's a snake. i mean I still feel bad for him. Skinny motherfucker. But, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. You know, maybe it's just karma playing its game. But at the same time, some can feel for him. But I don't know. Brooklyn, you're not looking good right now. Your your image is not looking good Ooh, with everything going on. That image is, is bad. It's rough. It's very I, rough. Yeah, it's not a good look. And especially like just what happened down with the Spurs releasing their 19 year old player, Josh Primo, because he exposed himself to numerous women. That was crazy. I, I did not. Saturday, so they talked like, about mental health and all of a sudden all that stuff. Was, yeah. I was like, Holy smokes. It makes all the sense in the world. He, he went unclaimed on waivers. Um, He's still technically getting paid by the Spurs. Because his contract, part of his contract is guaranteed. Um, and nothing's happened. The NBA hasn't done anything. I think it's, I think this Primo guy, I think he's officially out on himself. Yeah. yeah. He's Eight, not going to get picked up anymore. He's 19, the youngest draft pick ever. 19 yeah. years old. <laughs> he's not 20 yet. He's he like was, my age. <laughs> he was 18 when he was drafted. It's over for you. What you it's, do when you yeah. when you do something stupid like that, and you know it's it's this generation like they just think that they just play all these games on social media, but at the same time, like they gotta understand if you are uh on a platform and you're and you are a professional on a professional stage, things are gonna get ousted, and people are gonna find out things that maybe you didn't think could get found out, and yeah. honestly, it's like. It's like a catch twenty two, like you know, 
you do something, you just got to think about you do something before you post it. It's just the facts. You have to be careful. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. It's it, and it's sad that we're getting to this point with a lot of these players. You know, I, at this point, I think if you're playing the NBA or you're playing a professional sport, don't run your own Twitter. Do not run your own Instagram. Do not run your own social media. Hire somebody from a PR firm or a marketing firm that's an intern to do it for you because they understand the rules and regulations behind what they're doing. Yeah. Be smart. That's all I got. That's all that that's 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 it. That's that's our that's what we got written here. Do we have anything else? Does anyone want to talk about anything else tonight? Oh, I just want to mention that apparently all the shit about Ime came out because an active starting player who's currently unnamed apparently released it all. Like it was a player who leaked it. And oh I think God. it was Jalen Brown. That's like I think so too. Did you see his post yesterday? Because he tweets everything and he posts it all on his story. I'm telling Did you. Did you see what he posted on uh, his I saw story? He put the picture of him and uh, Ime and Durant. Yeah. And people are. You know, people jump to conclusions, but they're thinking that Ime was the one that forced the Durant conversations. Yeah. That he wanted yeah. that. So if if I'm Jalen, I'm like, good for you. Yeah. Screw you. Because if, yeah. if Brad Jay- likes Jalen too. So it would, I Jaylen was very surprised when, yeah. Oh, and Jalen likes staying in Boston. He said that many times. So I was very surprised when the rumors came out that we were offering him up as like the main trade, which now it makes a lot of sense if Ime was the one trying to instigate that. It would make a lot of sense to me. And then Jalen said, hey, <laughs> screw you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ha, I'm still here. You're not. Yeah. How's that work? Um, though tomorrow night we have, there's two big games, everybody. The Eagles play the Texans and the Phillies play the Astros. Astros. Both are playing in Philadelphia. Oh, my. That city will explode. If both teams win. (laughs) Philadelphia will no longer exist. So Philly plays tonight. God, that is horrible to think about. Here's the thing. Philly and the Astros play game four tonight in Philly. If Philly wins, that means – Thursday night, tomorrow night, they have the opportunity to win the World Series. Yep. If that happens and the I'm Philadelphia Eagles win and they are 8 and 0, oh. I expect there to be riots. Oh yeah. In the city even of Philadelphia. Philly, even if the Eagles lose and the Phillies win, there'll be riots. Did you see right. after- They're playing the Texans, they're not going to lose. No, they're not going to, but if they did, hypothetically. Um, but did you see after the game, The I want to say it was the most recent um, World Series game, Harper and the other touchdown, uh, not touchdown, home run. I forget which of their hitters got Oh, the long-haired guy? Yeah, there were two home runs in Philly in the World Series game, and they showed up on the Penn State seismograph. Yeah, it was They Harper's hit the ball and... so hard it shook the city. Well, did you see um, they said that the pitcher was showing his oh, pitches yeah, he was tipping. 
because oh, he totally was too. How his how he did his leg kick. Yep. And then Harper was rocking after he hit his home run. The next guy, uh, two guys up or whatever, was the long, the tall, long haired guy who hit a home run. Yep. And Harper grabs him. And he's and he's talking yeah. to him and he's like, most likely watch the knee, watch the leg, whatever it was, watch this tip. And the guy smacked the thing. Schwarber smacked. I think they hit five home runs. I want to say it was six and zero at one point. Yeah, it was, it, yeah. It was the most home runs in, or tied the most home runs in one game in the World Series history. Last night. Yeah. Okay. Let's go Phillies. Five home runs in game three. All right, let's only go Phillies. Ever root for Philadelphia. Let's go. <laughs> Yep, I'm only rooting for them because they're playing the Astros. If they're playing the Red Sox, I'd hope they would lose. <laughs> they're playing any other team, I would hope they would lose, except the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. Yankees. If it was the Yankees, I'd still be rooting for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, Kevin. I hate to, I hate to, but sorry, can't root for them. It's I the can't. Yankees. Yeah. It's okay. It's all right. All right, Kevin. Did we miss anything? I don't think so. I think we handled everything. Uh, shout out to everybody that listened or watched on the YouTube so far. And shout out to Andrew for joining us. Tank top and all, crushing it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right, Kevin. Is it the time? I Guys, this episode's going to be under two hours. I'm proud of us. For real? For the first time this season. First time this season. <laughs> We're out here. All right. Don't so, say that. Outro time. Uh, so for those that are streaming us on YouTube right now, uh, thank you for watching. Continue to watch us on our YouTube at the Manly Musings Podcast. Andrew, while we have you, um, can you find what is the most popular video so far on YouTube? On our YouTube, yeah. YouTube, I can do that. Um... And where is our subscriber count looking? Our subscriber count is at 21 right now. Okay. So we're That's moving cool. up. And our most watched video is um, I think it might be our one year. Um, So are we talking podcast videos or we any of them? Videos? Any of them. Any of them. The We Out Here video at uh aw is number one which and it's closely really? followed by the one year episode oh wow that's legit that's awesome yeah nice fun stuff cool. and so, we are we're sitting at june 2542 listens um two weeks ago the episode of cyrus killed it and then last week's episode of cyrus just <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's actually. But also hilarious. remember, we had our our the technical difficulties where it didn't load properly, so it's a couple. Probably it's a little behind that. So all right. So with that, you know, you can listen to us on all streaming platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, and we're also on Amazon. So feel free to stream us. Give us some five stars. Give us some likes on the YouTube. Follow Merit at Merit underscore P. Follow our producer at amlville56. Follow me at kcraven624. Follow the podcast Instagram at the Manly Musics Pod. And if I may leave you with some rhymes, if I may go ahead. So remember, Hi. brand new Chanel's. I scuffed them running from 12. 
It make no money commitment with none of you bitches because money is treating me well. Thank you and good night.